Welcome to the Kinja's Podcast. Here we will discuss dance, life, and whatever the fuck we want. Folks, today we have, back in the pod, we have Bam Martin, we have a Kinja's brother. This is his second time back in the pod, and, and we're, we're doing a lot of catch-ups in this season because we're kind of coming out of this, like, you know, lockdown of pandemic, and in this episode, we kind of touched base with him where he's been. We touched on his family life, fatherhood, uh, his relationship with his wife, also his relationship with dance and kind of his current focuses in his career. And so I feel like it, this was a great sort of pickup conversation from the last conversation that we had before we hit COVID and, and lockdowns. And that's kind of where this conversation kind of picked up. I love this this pod, this conversation. I, I think I just had such a great time with it because, you know, it, it's always ironic where um, it's often the people that you spend the most time with that you don't often sit down and have like long form conversation right. with. So, I mean, this is a long one. Everybody strap yourselves in. If you're, this is for the friends and the fam and the fans of Kinja's out there, you know, like we, we talked for over two hours and I didn't even know we were going to go that long. For me personally, this is why we do the podcast. You know what I mean? Like as much as we want to like give all this juice and information and like tips and tricks to life to all of our beautiful and amazing listeners out there sometimes it comes down to just a, a conversation that even us as human beings need to have with each other and, and, and that's what this really is yep. about you know so uh, i can't wait for everybody to take a deep dive into honestly even just our relationship with with a close friend and somebody we call crew um to see where where we're at what we're doing and uh what's been up with us you know so enjoy this kind of heartfelt you know conversation with somebody that we just call fam this was a fun one let's do it let's get into it folks welcome or welcome back to kinja's movement in the shadows we are your host ben and anthony and we got a returner we got a crewmate we got a homie we got a brother back at the pod i'm so stoked for today we have dancer choreographer teacher artist director swounsler (laughs) That's swag counselor. That's a know. swag counselor. We're gonna get into that. Repping box cutters, <laughs> most wanted crew, GRV, and Kinjas. We have Bam Martin back in the pod. Oh. Hey up, guys. guys! Thank you for that intro. Hey, you know, dang, box cutters, most wanted. That's I, good. You know, I had to go back into the archives for that, bro. Yeah, I still rap. Hey, but dude, Bam, it's it's good to have you back. Thank you um, for having you me. You were one of our early guests at the beginning of the podcast. This is true. I think you were episode 25. So, folks, if you guys are curious about Bam's origin story, you're going to find that back in that episode. So feel free to go back and listen to that. But, Bam, we wanted to catch up with you with where you're at today. Well, 2019 was when we last had you on the pod. And then we just had a whole thing of a pandemic in between that time i think that that one we talked a lot about like you know your your uh your style your dance style and and things like that but like we'd love to just kind of catch up with where you're at with you know the pandemic and you know like how 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 has that been for you Mm. great question uh pandemic was i mean hard for for all of us right and so for me 
uh, I was traveling a lot in 2019, traveling a lot, doing the, you know, the whole travel and teach workshop scene and which you guys know about. And at that time I was <clears throat> yeah, on the road all the time. But then pandemic happens and I'm just home. One of the things like I took away from that is there was this one moment because spending every day with my wife and my son. <clears throat> and uh, yeah, one time Kimmy was just like, I really noticed like how, how much closer you've gotten to, to Jaden and like mm. just watching your guys' uh, relationship evolve into what it is was the yeah and she was like it, it makes me my heart warm and i that's dope th that was one of those things where i was like oh damn that like that hit me too it's been like three minutes i'm already about to start crying. yeah, yeah you start crying no it's just when i hear that like how was the pandemic yeah, for you that's yeah. like the one thing that always sticks out is that one moment she told me that and uh yeah that just meant a lot to me and right um so one thing it did do to me was kind of like I, I was getting like some inquiries from from different places to travel when things were opening up again, but um, it was hard for me to say like yes to any of these just because I was like so used to being at home and I really wanted to like nurture that right, relationship right. With, with my son. And so, yeah, that was like every time I think pandemic, there's always like the bad, we lost a lot, we did this and that, but I always try to like look for that good in there. I also remember, you know, um, prior to the pandemic same thing right you're constantly on the hustle bus so you're always gone maybe i definitely remember that there's a point where for sure over 60 percent of my entire year would be overseas somewhere you know mm -hmm. what I mean? and so there was just that like regularity of like not constantly being home you were just a traveling nomad type of yeah right that was, that's what a lot of us were doing and for example like when i was like when i just started dating nina mm -hmm. right same thing it's like uh we went on one date and then I went to China for like three weeks. Right. And like that was just kind of the normalcy. Like there yeah, was never yeah. going to be a point where I was at home for more than a maximum of like, you know, three weeks or something like that. Mm -hmm. And then I would always be on to the next, but that was just normal. You would get used to it. Yeah. yeah. You know? So I'm, I'm assuming and I'm gauging that like from the first time that Jaden was born all the way until that moment, there was almost this regularity of oh, like yeah. constantly being on the road. And then suddenly like life changes, uh, fortunately in a positive way for this type of relationship where suddenly you're at home and then now for the first time ever you're building this unique relationship you know what i mean where, where it's so close and bonded especially mm -hmm. as father and son and, and what he's probably what like four years old at this point so he's really kind of developing a cognitive like understanding of like who he is his you know his personality's shining he's starting yeah. to speak to you in different ways so right. i can only imagine how powerful that is because you know uh, same thing with like even with me and nina it's like we would never have a consistent or a long period of time that we spend together pandemic happens and suddenly like we can't escape this small downtown la apartment from each other like <laughs> right. we're like locked in nobody's leaving yeah and i just changed the relationship flow and dynamic obviously it worked out for the best you know i know some people that it didn't work out for right, them, but right, right. how amazing it is uh for you to like get that time to like almost by force majeure you know like by by the act of god like you have to stay home and yeah. build this time with oh family, i loved it man to that's, be honest. that's a powerfully amazing thing that you got to, uh, to experience yeah on the flip side of that though me and uh kimmy we, we got so used to that right like just like i'm on the road you're here and shout out to her because like when i'm on the road especially when Jaden was first born you know like she was handling all the stuff freaking 
superwoman out here like yeah just she's like, like killing parent, it. you're paying child support yeah, right? yeah. <laughs> <laughs> basically right but no yeah but in terms of just mine and her relationship we we, we you know there's things on the rocks and we weren't like always you know the best and so but then we, ha- we always had this time away where you know when we came back together it was like we just knew how to how this thing worked right yeah, and then yeah. uh being home with her all the time that's when we like started butting heads you would think like oh we're supposed to be like better no i mean obviously we're no better. i feel that no that's what i'm saying what what a crazy human experience yeah but I, I get it's what so you're weird, saying right mm. but um now again same thing with, with mine and her relationship it's been like you know it, something like that that's never been before and so it's another reason why it's like sometimes harder to to leave home or you know I was pretty much working. For, I was still traveling and doing domestic stuff, but not, you know, the overseas thing. Because, you know, you lose yeah. a day going there, a day coming back. Right, you know, that's right. such a crazy thing. I, I'm, obviously, this podcast is totally about me, so I'm going to keep talking about No, dude, but, please do. Uh, I have a question no, for but, you after this. <laughs> <laughs> but that is such a crazy thing, that the human experience that we were having. Because, like, same thing, like, um, you know, for, for years I would be dating Nina. And uh, any time we maybe got into some friction. Mm-hmm. Well, it's like I got. I'm gonna leave for the next three weeks, so it's right. like we better squash this now. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Or well, like, if we did have friction, and then I was gone for a long time, distance makes the heart grow fonder. Sure. And so you're, exactly. no matter what, you want to come back. And, and and so it was always nice, but it always stayed at this like not shallow, but it always stayed at this type of this specific depth. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Not super deep, but specific depth. And and I would attribute uh, that as one of the factors is why like straight up for whatever reason. I hope Nia's not listening to this, but at the same time she does. <laughs> she'll she'll appreciate it regardless but for that same reason it's why maybe for me personally uh our relationship only got so deep mm-hmm. that uh i didn't find myself in a place ready to like propose to her mm, yes. but you guys realize that right. it wasn't until the pandemic was fully in effect that we had all like been like you know everybody's in lockdown and mm-hmm. suddenly like mm-hmm. we we had to work through some of those things and of course there were a couple issues as well but the second we got through those things we truly hit a new depth mm-hmm. that like we would have never i don't think we would have ever truly gotten right. if we didn't have to experience something so concentrated that's true and then it wasn't until that that that's when I, you you guys already know the rest yeah. of that story that's when i was like oh shit i'm, I'm like ready yeah you know what yeah. i mean like it took us there right. so yeah, yeah. yeah I, I, I vibe with what you're saying like same thing we we all especially that in that very narrow niche like traveling choreographer dancer realm mm-hmm. you know what i mean the the at that time too the few of us that were really doing that we're all living this half life yeah. at home yeah you dude, know what i'm saying weird. constantly on to the next out and out and about to the next spot doing our thing but not necessarily fully building and concentrating on what we had at home and mm-hmm. i think the pandemic kind of gave us that sure mm-hmm. so it's dope mm-hmm. to hear what you're saying also with kimmy and, and yeah you know just to see that and and also to be a close homie and hear about you know what i mean yeah. some of the struggles sometimes just as yeah. you've heard of my struggles yeah it's like to see it now and see how it's thriving now based mm-hmm. off your connections that that's you know there are some silver linings you know oh, yeah i heard sure. that you know it's funny uh i was like saw you know I knew you were coming onto the pod. I was like, you know, I got to stock Bam a little bit. I got to see what this guy's <laughs> doing. You already know right? everything about me, right? <laughs> well, so I'm on your gram and I'm just, I'm just scrolling. I'm just like oh, going yeah. down your feed. I don't post it. One thing, one thing that I started to see outside of like the the less use of photo filters because mm-hmm. you remember like IG in the very beginning, everyone's filtering it. Up oh like yeah. But one thing that I I started to notice was like I'm watching Jaden 
Well, I'm scrolling down, yeah. so I'm watching him get younger. Benjamin Button. <laughs> oh, yeah, okay. I'm just like, Benjamin Whoa. Button. Benjamin. Okay, exactly. Yeah, go ahead. Exactly. <laughs> <laughs> like, I remember baby Jaden. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? And I, I, I went to your place a couple weeks ago, and I mm-hmm. see Jaden now. Like, front teeth all gone and yeah. everything. And like, mm-hmm. was he now in first, second grade? He's in second grade Second now. grade. Yeah, man. And I was just like, man, I remember like this kid just like coming to the, I mean, but as I scrolled down, I'm like, man, this, right. this dude was a baby. And then I remember I saw a photo of um, you. You posted like this photo was snapped like moments after I uh, just got word that Kimmy's water broke. And oh it was yeah, all you guys in China. Yeah, yeah. And it was like a selfie. Coco was in there. Aunt was in there. Yeah. Pat was in there. Mike was in there. And yes. it was like Sora this, was there. Yeah, yeah. You wrote like Sora was also there. And then that was like the moment. And but you also kind of talked about this in the in the, the first episode that we yeah. had. But like. What's crazy to me is that, like, how, I mean, that was what, 2015? 2015. 2015. Mm-hmm. And, like, how quickly, like, because I just seen Jaden last yeah, a couple yeah. weeks ago. I'm like, this dude's like a, like a, a young, young boy. Oh, yeah. You know what he's I'm saying? saying? But, like, how fast, like, yeah. how fast that stuff just kind of flies by. Mm-hmm. Um, and so, you know, with these years that you've been able to kind of be a little bit more at home because that was like at a time where you were at the height of your you know traveling regularly that mm-hmm. was just like you know like what ann said it's just a part of the program every year that's just what your calendar looks like but you had a a good handful of years recently where you were just kind of parked at home how have you been able to sort of like maximize those years um with kimmy and and as as well as with with Jaden? like what are some of the things that you feel like man like i really loved what you know this time that covid kind of forced us to do like how have you guys sort of grown in that time for me like as a as a father i think one of the main things is just like allowing myself to have days off or to have like downtime right because i think we're all naturally like wired to just like stay busy which is also good right that's also doing something for your family if you're staying busy and working and stuff like that but um just being like present in every every down moment, like not down as in sad, but like anytime I have downtime, right? Like just being in that moment with him, whether that's like playing video games that I get to play with him now, or just sitting on the couch with him and just listening to him like talk all his little, like I was gonna say earlier, he he says things like bruh now and like (laughs) say less, he's like say less. And like there was, there's times where we're yes, there's one time like, even the other day, I'm like, Jaden, you gotta, uh, after this, you gotta do homework and then you gotta shower, buddy. He's like, bet. And I was like, <laughs> no way. <laughs> yeah, man. That's why oh sometimes I just God. gotta stay at home and just, uh, you know. Yeah. That's oh because my God. who's his no, no, no. dad, bro? No, but uh, <laughs> that is true, man. This is why he's a swounsler. No, dude. Jaden's getting full time swounsling. You know what I'm yeah. saying? <laughs> it's just funny because me and Kimmy will always be like, <laughs> you know. But yeah, just focusing on that and, uh, I saw a tweet. This is really sad and deep, but I'm just gonna go there real quick. There's a tweet from this like Uvali like parent, right? And it was a like, thread, mm-hmm. and just how he's like not obviously not going through the best in his life. He just lost, you know, he lost into that shooting stuff, and then that like hit so close to home. And I remember seeing one of the parts of the thread was like, I wish I hadn't work so hard or like not pushed that extra hour at work this and that and it's just like dang like see like the per you know oh my god perspective on yeah. that is like mm-hmm. 
it's weird because it's like, yes, you want to like work and like make money and all this stuff. And cause that's for your family. But then there's that other like right. aspect of it where it's like, dang, like you could have had like that, those extra hours or whatever. So, um, I think with the pandemic, obviously, but then also just now choosing, um, where I'm putting, putting my time and giving my time where as far as either gigs or even like people, you know what I mean? Just like not in a selfish way or actually maybe kind of selfishly, like just like what's worth my time and what's, who is worth my energy. That's like a bigger For thing sure. to me too, yeah. is like who's worth my energy because I need enough energy to bring back home mm -hmm. and, uh, you know, give that to my family and my son, especially. So, um, yeah, just kind of those. Yeah, so like who have you like cut out of your life recently? So, uh, <laughs> Mike's <laughs> sorry, <laughs> just people who are here. Nah, dude, not dude, any, no, of, that, not any of you guys. That's, that's a for real sure. thing, man. You, you know what's crazy? I was just having this conversation the other day with the guys from JK and stuff, but it's like back when we was growing up and going to school, mm -hmm. we would have things like earthquake drills. Mm -hmm. You know what I'm saying? And now, now kids in school are doing things like mass shooting drills. That's, dude, that's freaking crazy, crazy to me. Like how do, you know, which is uh, in one sense, I'm like, okay, great that you're uh, exposing uh, yeah. you know people to like the reality and also just like just yeah mental preparation, mm -hmm. just you know just getting that like you know what we was doing fire drills and earthquake drills. Now mm -hmm. they're doing shooting drills, you know, and how to like <laughs> figure that out. And it's like we live and i'm not i'm not we're not taking this podcast and we're not going to this crazy for sure no, 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 just no just the idea of what children's experience is in today's world versus what we mm -hmm. was growing up with because when we were kids we also didn't have social media none of us right. had cell phones until maybe high school junior high if you was lucky and you was the popular kid at school you know what i'm saying or a rich kid or a pager you know what i mean like mm. but okay wow <laughs> yeah. chad's a popular kid One for three <laughs> but you know what i'm saying like like those those types of like lived experience especially now as a father and, and again i can't really because i don't have a child yet god mm -hmm. willing you know mm -hmm. um but like for you how are you like translating from your own learned experiences to like adapt and cope with the world that Jaden's growing up with today because i feel like we're all coping with it in our oh, first yeah. time but you got to do it as a man of, of the household and, and and as a leader of this like this person, this human being that's grown up, like what are things today that you're like, these are things I want to instill in my child. These mm. are things that I've learned and these are things that I've had to, you know, adapt with that you're just like, this is a priority for my mm -hmm. kid. Uh, great question, man. Um, I'm sure like all of us have some shared experiences as Asian, you know, kids growing up oh, with, yeah, with totally. Asian parents, yeah, right? Yeah, yeah. You know, uh, I think because I, I kind of... Um, we had him at such a young age. Um, I was still trying to figure things out. So the first, uh, my first go-to is like, okay, how did my dad, you know, raise me? Let me do that. And I think the main thing was how did my dad like discipline me? So I'm going to do that to him. So, you know, keep it real. There was in the, in the early stages, when obviously not when he's like an infant or a baby, but like two, three years old, kind of like, smacking him or spanking him more than I, sh I should, right? And here's, right. here's why I say that. Because I noticed that I didn't feel good afterwards, right? Doing that and then just kind of seeing how people are raising their kids. Just I'm honestly just learning, right? Like no one taught me how to, you know, be a dad or whatever in that sense, like having my own. But yeah, so I, I kind of like took a step back from that and then just kind of taking the, I guess maybe more of a progressive way of like, yeah. Uh, disciplining him. Um, also, a big thing is I'm a sensitive dude, right? Like, and I know 
that my dance style doesn't really <laughs> show that. <laughs> but maybe that's why my dance style is that way, right? Yeah, so yeah, growing up, growing up, I was always told like, you're too sensitive, man. Like if, if I would get like, if get in my feels about, I don't know, losing a game or something like, you're too sensitive, stop crying, you're too sensitive, right? And I remember how that made me feel. And there, there are some, you know, pros to that, like building up strength in, in different ways, but it didn't make me feel good. It made me feel like, well, but that's how I feel. Like what's wrong with that? You mm -hmm, know what I mean? Yeah. So anytime, you know, Jaden like has a, has something like a meltdown or, or is, is not happy about something or is really feeling something, then like I promote like feeling those feelings, like letting yourself like feel all those all the way. And then let's talk about it after, you know what I'm saying? Like, let's what, how do we, uh, you know, how do we prevent whatever happened so you don't feel that way? Or like, what is it? You know, I think for me, it's just like really trying to make sure that his like emotional and his mental is in the right place. Mm -hmm. um, which again, like all Asian, young Asian kids in our generation didn't always get, you know what I'm saying? Right. So I just want to kind of, I guess, give him what, what I didn't get as a kid, not saying anything, you know, bad about my dad because they were oh, yeah. also figuring it out right right right, right. Uh, oh, that was totally a different time we're, too we're you know all just I mean? figuring it out you know? have like social media to get called out so they're allowed to yeah, you know? oh, for I, sure I give them the green <laughs> totally light. totally I, i've, I've told because this podcast is about me but I've, <laughs> I've told nina that's one of my fears too because like she obviously you know she, uh not obviously but she didn't get uh physically disciplined like that mm. growing up mm -hmm. maybe she's like the daughter as well right sure. but like me i was I was smacked up, like oh man, you know, for a minute oh, in creative man. ways. My yeah, gosh, yeah. They, oh yeah, parents can <laughs> get creative with how they Yo. they hurt you. What, you was, know what, what I mean? was the thing? What was like the normal, <laughs> the, like the the normal thing that you got, dude? I I will never have it, the same brown feather duster in my house ever. Ah, the, feather the feather duster was one because of the way it stung oh. and the way it left a mark on you forever. And the thing is, my parents would be hilarious with it. It was I like the real feathers, a right? Real feather, like, real. Yeah. Feather, yeah, real yeah, brown yeah. and, yes, and like yeah, feathers and just about. had the wood end right? yeah that was slightly taped up for no reason yeah. <laughs> and they <laughs> would have the same feather duster. and dude when it would get serious it would it would straight up be like pull down your pants and lie down mm -hmm. yeah. and it was bare ass yeah. feather duster oh yeah. oh yeah with my sister on the stairways cracking up at me in the corner <laughs> just like you know what i mean just like those kinds of things so it's it's hard for me to not think like you know when you say like nobody taught me how to be a dad it's like well our dads teach us how to yeah, be dads. right you know what i'm saying but what we see is what we copy mm -hmm. so here you go through that and even explain like well i don't like the way that that felt you yeah. know what i mean so you're choosing to just like reshape that i'm like that's yeah. that's great and i'm probably gonna be hitting you up for advice well, you know should i have a yeah. child later because like i was taught a certain thing you but know the, what i mean then you condition them in a different way right like so like, I'm not going to do that, right? And it actually makes it physically easier for me because I don't have to, like, you know, <laughs> exude any, like, physical strength. But what I what I do is, you know, keep it real. He doesn't like when I yell, right? And that and when I cuss, right? So if two things come together, right? Oh, man, he's not, you know what I mean? And so I'll give him, hey, don't do that, bud. Come on, like, I already told you that before, right? And then out of nowhere, sometimes I'll just... I, you know, just I'm not gonna do it here. I don't want to, you know, I don't want <laughs> to make anyone go deaf. But just like, just make presence known, right? It's kind of like yeah. when you're it's an alpha dog. Yes, type yeah, when like a, a bear comes and you're supposed to, blah, blah, yeah, blah, yeah, right? Yeah, yeah. Uh, and right away he 
he just gets it. And I'm not saying, oh, this is going to work for all his life, right? But at this moment that I'm at right now, that's what works for for him and for me. I don't have to get any other <laughs> extra equipment. I don't have to, yeah, you, you know what I mean? Sandal, yeah, I just, it just comes out, yeah. you know? So I think just really trying to like get on the same page with him. But, but you know, you still got to hold back and not be like too best friend. I, at least for me, because then... I, I don't want him to like take advantage of that yeah, and not respect father, me. Yeah. So I'm trying to find that. I'm trying to find it. You know, mm, I'm always trying to find it every day. But that's what's working for me. I feel like lately. But that's the thing, man. Like we don't even realize this, but like we pick up things from our parents that we don't even realize, True. and things that we probably don't like. Even we're like, man, I really get that from my mom. I really get that from my dad. And so right. like they're really paying attention to you. If with that, you know, with like the close amount of time that you guys have been spending, you know, like, is there something that you, you've you recognized that you can see in Jaden? Like, wow, I, I really see this like developing in you and like, and, and other and, than his swag, other than, other than his, the swag, <laughs> other than his lingo, he's pretty artistic. He has like all these little games and he'll just take a break from playing video games and just randomly go in his room and get a bunch of paper and then just start drawing out his own characters or like uh, modified characters from that game. That's um, he's he's actually written his own full length. I should have brought it. Uh, co- uh, comic book. What? It's called it's called Into the VR World. Yeah, it's pretty <laughs> wild. Yes, here. I kid you not. Um, he VR does need world. a little direction on storyline. <laughs> um, you're like, hey, your chapter two sucks. <laughs> just the cohesiveness of it, but no, like, cause okay, so he'll do this all the time. Actually, he'll ask for like a bunch of printer paper, right? Which um, hey, nothing's cheap these days, right? And he'll I'll staple all of them together or tape them together, and he'll start and he never finishes it, right? And then one day, this was like a month and a half, like two months ago. He asked me for a bunch, right? And I was like, okay. And I did the three hole punch, wrapped some <laughs> strings around the three holes. So it was like yeah, a, it was yeah, like a legit a little. little yeah. yeah. So then I was like, I don't think you're gonna use all this. He's like, Dad, I will. I promise. I was like, you promise? He's like, I promise, right? So then I'm like, all right. Day by day, he like worked on it. I would see him like playing his video games or doing homework, whatever, and then like drop it, go to the table, and like start writing. Any anytime he got inspiration to to write in his comic book he went and he did it and he like drew his own like squares and bubbles and <laughs> speech bubbles and everything and lo and behold he finished no his way. comic book and he's writing into the vr world 2 right right now <laughs> yes sir uh-huh so i that's just would dope, say his artisticness dude. and like attention well to that's with the martin blood bro i feel like your entire family well, y- y'all are a bunch of artists you just yeah that's true i guess so you know that's cool man i'm gonna ask you a funny question but like it's funny when you hear it shallowly but i think it's gonna transition into something like actually serious to discuss. <laughs> okay. okay what if Jaden is like hey dad i want to be a dancer mm. what are you gonna tell him uh, i'm be like don't do it dude <laughs> <laughs> it's, not it's not gonna get you anywhere <laughs> you're just gonna travel the world you're gonna miss out on all your kids stuff no, no 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 oh man i mean i'm waiting for that that question and i'll tell you i'll tell you what right tell what, what, what man when he does ask that question i'm going i'm gonna give him like a roadmap of I, i'm not gonna unless he asks me i'm not gonna teach him anything because i feel like whenever he does if he ever does like they would rather he would rather learn from like his talented uncles chad behind the camera here um then 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 his dad and i I don't know i just because i see it when he does play video games stuff with his uncles 
he like has it's a, it's a weird thing with the, with the uncle and i remember having that too with my oh, dad yeah, and yeah, my uncle sure. right? right so it's just like you know he's all day at home with, with dad and yes he looks up to me and we, we have fun and he loves it but you got to get that different energy from different people yeah, and, yeah, for you know sure. what i mean i think he is more receptive to someone who's not gonna like punish him or discipline him yeah absolutely yeah yeah so i, I would I, I'm, I'm gonna throw him in class like everybody else's classes and then hey if you want to take my class buddy you can't but we'll see i don't does know you, does, does he ever geek out on stuff that you that you do like does he watch anything he, that you do and be like wow like that's cool. he will kimmy will send me you know videos because obviously i'm at the event mm -hmm. last year when we were doing coachella and just like he would see like us on the side it was the first weekend and like us on the side and then daddy daddy we're not even like performing right, we're just right, on the yeah, yeah, backstage yeah, yeah. You're on, you're on, TV. on stage right. but yeah i think when he sees a big crowd and then it's like a live stream like head in the clouds or, mm -hmm. or you know stuff we've done um obviously like nbc stuff like he'll yeah he'll geek out on that stuff when it's like a stage show he, he doesn't really it doesn't you don't get the context of like the epicness yeah it, exactly yeah. exactly so interesting, like interesting yeah and just once in a while he'll do it but i think i, t I forgot who i told but um the kinjas something on the kinjas shorts came up on because he, he watches youtube and he watches mostly youtube shorts because freaking short attention span of kids <laughs> these days and he's a short guy for now and uh yeah one of the kinjas thing i think it was the one we did with with simu actually and it came on and he geeked out about that because i didn't think he realized i don't know i think he might have searched or i might have searched something on his phone so that's why the kinjas like yeah, got yeah, into yeah. his algorithm but i think him seeing like oh well, you so know. Well, that's shang chi yeah it's pretty cool. cool you know that that's amazing because like you know he like i said earlier he's he's seven years old now right yeah he's seven so he's, he's gonna be literally, eight this year dude yeah wow. dude, he's got you know a conscious he's got a personality he's got yeah. an identity he's developing something and, he, and he's uh able to receive that and if there's one thing that um and i want to give you props because you know um you're one of the uh first guys especially my close circle that uh had a kid mm seven years ago and it's still yeah. like doing it you know what i mean mm, and yeah, i think for me you know should i get lucky I, I you know we've had conversations about you know starting to try maybe even as early as the end of this year or whatnot you know Ooh. yeah i know it's crazy uh, and, and if we should even get lucky because i know how like yeah. that works and how difficult that can be sometimes it's mm. like you know uh, assuming my future kids seven years from now like will i even still be in the game like that right will, will my mm. kid be able to like grow up enough and be c conscious enough to recognize like you know things that i'm doing because i have no idea where i'll be you know yeah. what i'm saying in that future and stuff so i i see just even be able to hear that conversation uh, that he can uh almost through algorithm kind of organically discover certain things or, mm -hmm. or like watch us do some of the some of the prime things that we get to do at this time that seems like such a sick concept you know what i mean that yeah. i have no idea where where i'll afford you know my my child to in terms of those types of things that they can be inspired by that I would do. But I guess I'm going to bridge that into like, we're growing, we're, mm -hmm. we're getting older, right? Yes, and there ain't no young pups anymore. You know? <laughs> uh, and, and we're, you know, all of us are, oh, back. yeah, all, <laughs> Speaking of which, you know, actually all does. of us, <laughs> instead of like, you know, glorifying our, you know, our past legacies and stuff, there's a lot of questions about the future and stuff, you know what I mean? And bam, you've been a huge and influential person in the game for, oh, you thanks, know, a man. long time. Like we're talking like at the dawn of social media at the at the start of like the youtube era like you know the very very few dancers that were that were enough to be able to put 
on those social platforms and influence and inspire a lot of different people to start. A lot of people are moving the way that they did, whether they know it or not, because of movers like you. You know what I'm saying? Thanks, like, man. But now, looking forward, you know, like, uh, like I said, we're getting a little older. Like, for you as a dancer, choreographer in this profession, like, where, where are you headed? What are, what are goals of yours? What are things that you want to get into or you feel like you have yet to accomplish and, and, and all that? To be completely honest, man, like, I'm a, I don't want to say like, oh, I'm a free spirit. I do whatever. Well, I guess I'm kind of saying that. I kind of like take, take things as, as they come, right? And I, I've been, uh, for myself, like just throughout this whole career condition, because dude, like from, I didn't even think I would be here. Not none of us knew we would be where we're at, obviously, but, um, from graduating in 06, right. And originally thinking like, oh man, I got to dance behind this person, this big artist. And that's that. And then choreograph for the big artist. And that's the success in dance that, that I'll get. Right. But then obviously things just, <laughs> changed so much with youtube social media all this stuff so i'm like the i've just been really like able to adapt every time every year maybe even every six months something changes just like to adapt to it so for me i'm i always kind of like to observe the space and then and then play the space adapt to the space so in in a sense like not having like a specific goal at the moment that i you know that i, I mean obviously there's the main goals like taking care of my family right and that's mm -hmm. it but i think the older that we are getting there's thoughts in my head oh, i don't know how long i can do this for i don't know if my body is whatever i'm I'm not gonna be this and that and it's all these like i don't know if it's from society like telling us like oh you you can only dance to this certain age and obviously at a certain age physically yes it's some something's gonna gonna give right but my goal is to uh continue to stick because I love dancing. I love like performing on stage still till this day. Um, I love like being a part of people's projects or like visions and stuff. Like uh, there's still this part of me, even though, you know, at my age and I know like all the young kids are like on stage now with like artists and stuff. There's a part of me still that is just like, man, I, I would still love to just get up on stage and perform and dance and do that. So my goal is because I, I'm gonna be 35 this year is to to stay healthy and to stay mm -hmm. physically and mentally fit so I can continue to like do this as long as I can. I want to I want to dance as long as I can. That's like my goal. You That's know what dope. I mean? I know like yeah. some at some point in our lives we want to do like the get behind the camera or you know do the directing thing or just the choreography thing, which is also cool. I mean, obviously if opportunities present themselves, I'll do that too, but like I just want to be able to dance, like keep, keep dancing. You know what I mean? Mm -hmm. Cause I still love doing it. And the other day I was kind of like, you had that conversation of just remembering who you are, where you came from. And mm -hmm. I, I went on this weird, I forget someone posted about uh, teaching an old piece or something. And then I, I was like, Oh man, I'm, I'm going to look at some of my older pieces. And I was just like watching them. I'm like, damn dude, I used to move fast like fucking so fast and <laughs> i was name like, is bam bro. <laughs> i know but I, I was like damn why the fuck am i moving that fast and then i'm like do i do i still move that fast and like sometimes i do but it's, it's a little bit more of a you know toned down version of it it's still hints of it here and there yeah just thinking of like man like if, if that was me back then obviously i'm not going to do that now but just 
to be able to have that longevity of like just still being able to do what I do mm-hmm. as long as I can. Yeah. Cause it, it is, a, you know, I do move fast. It is like a very like physically taxing thing. And it's like, if I can stay fit enough to, to do that as long as I can, I'm going to do that. Yeah. And, yeah. um, you was like my yin yang, man. Like, I, you know, it was always so fun being at the same camps as you, you know, <laughs> and then I would always, I would always like, I always had this joke that I would teach. You remember this? Uh, I would always call shit the BAM effect, where oh. it's like, BAM would teach like his eight counts at the first half of the class, right? So you uh-huh. learn this combo and you buy, like, ah, cool, I think I might have this combo to the counts that he's given. And then he would demo <laughs> it. And I'd be like, bitch, that is not what you taught us. Like, that, that's, there's hey, something dude. different there. And, you know, I'm just. I'm I, might just have the, I might have the skeleton, but you packing in the blood, the meat, the veins, <laughs> the essence, the soul. The you know, it's a yeah. whole different power when hey, you would thanks, demo man. it. You know what I mean? I will say, along that that uh, that little ride that I took of going back, I did come up uh, with a video of you and dang, who was it? It was you and somebody else doing doing another. It might have been Mech. It might it's something. It was in was Sweden. It high for this? It, Sweden no, it was in Mal- Malmo. But you were doing in my class, oh. and you were doing it was to uh, whooping ass was the was the thing. I don't know if you remember that, but you were getting it too. I was like, dude, you got my it, man. My ass looked like I was about to break apart. Nah, dude, you got it, man. You got it, man. Snap you with your fingers, bro. You but. got it. Dude. Hey, you're the one who was pulling me out of that, man. That that's why I think I I really always enjoyed jumping in your class because it was like one of the greatest challenges for a person. Like me, because you you're right. You were moving that fast. You know, you were you were moving fucking strong. Everybody knew that like Bam was gonna come out and Bam. The, the <laughs> way that people would hey, thanks, scream man. after every demo was something I had never seen before at that level. You know what I mean? Like you for real were doing some. You were your culture creating and moving oh, thanks, in a way man. that like nobody was doing that, dude. And and you know, today I don't take anything from like the, the everybody who's smashing it today. But I'm just going to give it up to, you know, just as as I know, all of us always appreciate OGs before us and stuff. And like where we got stuff, like people got stuff from you, man. Oh, like, man. Thank you, dude. Well, with that, too, I, I want to actually, I just want to ask the room because I think, you know, there is this temptation to feel like you need to be relevant. Mm. Right? Like mm-hmm. we live in social media age, right? Mm-hmm. You got to be, you're, you're as good as the last thing that you posted sure. or whatever it is, right? Yeah. And then- we recognize like just like like sports it's always going to be the young person's game right mm-hmm. the, the more agile the more physically able and we see it all around us like people get better at a younger age just faster like mm-hmm. it's like how are you this yeah, good at like dude. at like 12 years old you know what i mean like and and that that just we're going to keep seeing that and i'm sure that could be a product of the internet and whatever else or maybe just the way that humans evolve but like and I, and you know I'd like to ask you Bam like do you feel like you have a struggle with that like you know cuz you know we're talking about your style of mm. you know I think we 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 all recognize like dude yeah like there's a, a a distinct style that Bam has we're not talking about impressive speed we're talking about mm. like yo there's good quality of movement but it's mm. just like the way that you do things and and put things together and how you hear music and how your your athleticism and and how that's really like inspired a whole generation. You know, when I look at like GRV, you know, and, mm. and you know, now I'm like, you guys are clearly a pro. I mean, not just not just you, obviously, sure, like John, yeah. like there's so many people, right? Mm. But like, I see a lot of your influence, but you know, as you are, so you're turning what, 35 now mm-hmm. this year? You're still hella young, bro. But like, just saying, <laughs> yeah, but like, right, do, yeah. you, do you struggle with that? 
um, like, ah, man, I got to, you know, reinvent myself or I got to like keep up with like what's kind of hot now? Or do you feel like, you know what, I'm I'm good with who I've always been. Of course, you're going to always evolve and elevate who you've always been. It doesn't mean that like you're just like, nah, I'm just going to do all my old stuff all over (laughs) again. But like you're going to evolve yourself and how you evolve yourself. But do you feel like there is a tension between feeling like, ah, I got to like tap into a little bit of what's hot right now, quote unquote Mm. hot? Or do you feel comfortable just kind of like, I'm just going to do me? Do you ever wonder how celebrities order food? Like, is Sarah Paulson a Diet Coke or a regular Coke girly? (laughs) Some peasant Coke? No. Or how does Sofia Vergara order a pizza? No, no tomatoes. I cannot eat tomatoes. tomatoes? Are you killed mushrooms? Not really. (laughs) If these are the details you need, and I know you do, I have the podcast for you. I'm Jesse Tyler Ferguson, and on my podcast, Dinners on Me, I take some notable friends of mine out to dinners in Los Angeles and New York City. Listen wherever you get your podcasts. That thing was delicious. Mm, That's a... Really good question. I do I do battle with that like a lot. I think all of us do as, as far as like the relevancy or, or like, you know, because to be honest, man, I mean, you said you went down my IG, you probably didn't see much because I, I don't <laughs> I don't post as much. Now you got a lot um, of stuff, bro. And well, I mean, it's, there it is, dude. There's my like, <laughs> you know, my my mind telling me like, are you, po-? you know, it's that battle inside. But I think I do as far as just that relevancy thing like i i, I do what feels right for me like I, I i know what's up i know if i have to you know social media this and that just to keep things going and stay relevant. i know i know what's up you know i keep i'm on social media all the time i'm not like posting all the time but i see a lot of uh, a new stuff i just kind of stay observant to where the you know the dance scene is going what what what's hot what's not i guess but and then there's there's like different kind of of dance that's trending and versus dance i don't want to say actual dance but that might be but you know what i mean there's like trendy dance kind of very more general public dance and then there's like the the deep dance and so i you know i still stay kind of observant uh observant oh that was so observant observant (laughs) of me to uh there's something observant that I do. And I, I, I see both sides again. And um, I do, I try to, I do try to stay like true to myself. And again, it's not yeah. about just doing only, you know, the old shit, but. You know, I remember you telling me one time that you had a, like a conversation with Sean Evaristo. Mm-hmm. I guess it, it kind of just revolved around style of dance, mm-hmm. right? Yeah. And, and then, I mean, I don't. You're going to tell the story much better. It's your story. But do you remember this conversation <laughs> yeah, that you had with yeah. Sean, where he kind of like it was something that was kind of like a aha moment of like, oh shoot, yeah, yeah, I'm mm-hmm. gonna just kind of like lean into that. Yeah, basically, I was doing a lot of. I was coming up, doing a lot of different styles, trying to find me, and then Sean helped me direct me to where I am today. And when he said those words, like, bam, you know, the first time I. I saw you, I, he was like, you were the one of the most grimy, like just real, like raw, like dancers I've ever seen. So then I really connected with that. And so I took that and really, really rode with it. And I think that's what gave me like my my name or, or the style that I'm known for. I remember when you uh, just got on the squad, mm-hmm. right? And this might've been what, 2013 or 14? 
Oh no, it was late. No, it, was it, was like it was like 15, 16. 16. It was 15 or 16. Because I got down 14. 16? Yes. John High was down was, before. Maybe I started then. flirting with you in 2013. That's nice. why. Yeah. No, that's when we started traveling yeah, all the time all together. All the time together. We were all, all the time. And I feel like I feel like that's what the organizers always knew too. Yeah. They knew that they were like, oh, we need to have dynamic movers. Yeah. So they always like put me in camps with you. Because hey, uh, just a, like, what, we, good... what we were doing was just so different, right? Yeah. But I bring that up because... You know, when you joined the squad, I remember, you know, we would always talk like, like in terms of the spectrum of like dance styles, you know what I mean? Like, you, you obviously you got people that like are like team ISO or like team, oh, yeah, you yeah. know, team groove or like we got sure. our B-boys and stuff. But like BAM was very like, it was almost the farthest stretch of the spectrum. Not in uh, all, not at all in a way like you didn't belong, but like you no just, way. you defined our like our reach yeah, yeah yeah you help to be the next echelon of yeah, like there was an extremity yeah you can't put kids <laughs> in this yeah. small box because you got movers like bam right, right, right. you know what i'm saying and that would be a, a, a very easy example to bring up but that being said it's like uh, i want to just ask a question just for the sake of fun conversation like how has your kindred's experience been because not only were you a far extension of the spectrum of movement but you've also now you know uh, so actively and, and obviously we're always so proud to rock with you i'm always so honored to you know share a stage with you but you've also seen kindred's through like a lot yeah you know yeah. what i mean like through a lot we're really 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 great growing years and also you know some of our more recent like very very tough years mm, yeah. you know through the pandemic stuff like that and you, you know you've just been ride or die and yeah. you know uh, i can share all day about our experience with bam but mm. like how has your experience at kinja's been mm. just for the sake of conversation yeah yeah no um actually when i first joined like that whole spectrum thing right i there was a like a i don't know how long it took but there was a while you know that it, it kind of took me a little bit to like find my grips in in the squad or yeah, just be because of that reason, right? I know, like me and John Ha, we, we had like our our connection together, but and obviously as friends and as you know, um, just like people I've met, you know, along the along the way and getting closer to, it, it was hard for me to 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 find my footing at, at first, and then I started to see that okay, people people are down to like either do my stuff or whatever, or just teach me or, um, dude, I haven't. I never really touched any kind of ISO game before I came here. And I'll tell you what, dude. Uh, <laughs> I mean, everybody has their own little uh, ISO technique, which is always kind of was a challenge for me. But obviously, like the Tony Tran effect, <laughs> like that thing really like, <laughs> I feel like I, I don't know how to dance. Different planet. Yeah, right? different planet. But um, no, it's been good, man. I feel like... Um, Again, it it also taught me how to kind of just prioritize like my time and my energy into certain things. For example, I was again going out solo um, in the beginning doing stuff, but then uh, there's a lot of Kendra's gigs back home, and like this is when we were like also like picking up picking up speed in a certain season, and I was missing a lot of it. So I remember just telling myself like, Nah, dude. Like I'm not going out solo anymore. I'm gonna give as much time like to the squad. I remember prioritizing it to where, okay, here's the squad's schedule, and and then let me do my solo schedule around this. Whereas before it was, you know, in the beginning it was kind of like backwards. Um, but yeah, I, it just it taught me a lot, man. You guys taught me how to 
slow down in my movement and uh, <laughs> just pick the right moments and, and stuff like that, just as far as dance goes. And then as far as life goes, just, yeah, I don't know, just prioritizing energy, money, time, and just uh, like brotherhood or kin, you know, mm -hmm. um, just being able to be vulnerable in a, in a group of mainly dudes at the time. Right. And it was, it felt good, man. It was, it was a release. Cause even though, yes, I was with, with GRV for the longest time. Um, there was like that break where I was just kind of doing my own thing. So I felt, feel, feel like I didn't have, you know, that family or that squad to, to kind of just like be around and be myself around. And, um, Kinja's, you know, gave me that. And so it's, it's been a ride, man. It's been a ride. And I remember the tough times, like, you know, more the recent pandemic times and, I remember having a conversation with you, Dan, if you were like, you know, I understand if you want to like jump ship, basically, I remember you using that exact term, like, you know, if you want to jump ship now, you know, like it's all good or that will always be, you know, and I'm like, fuck that shit, dude. I'm, I'm here, man. I'm going to, I'm going to go down, go down with the ship or fucking keep sailing with the ship, whatever it is, man, I'm here. So yeah, it's been a, it's been a ride, but I mean, it's been a ride, I, I love it, man. I'm I'm here, and it's like you guys have given me a lot. Uh, yeah, I just, it's always been like a lot of this. And yeah, very. That's what I need. A lot too, you know. Yeah. I don't even want to say us like we're in the room, like we fucking <laughs> same squad. But yeah, for the, for the sake of this pod, your pod. Yeah, man. you know, like when when I was able to hang out with you, uh, was it a month or so ago? A few weeks ago. Um, we're just checking in on like life stuff, right? Like, mm. you know, like, where are you at this year? You mm -hmm. know, like, what, like, what are you like focused on? And, um, I was sharing a little bit about like where I'm at too. And, mm -hmm. and it's, and it's interesting. Cause like, you know, I forget sometimes like the age difference between mm -hmm. us. Mm -hmm. Cause I, I literally look like, we're all peers. We're all the same age. Hey man, I'm like, you, Damn, you I'm look like. I'm also My just like younger, significantly older than you, though. Yeah. Benjamin Button Chunk, uh, dude. Hey. <laughs> but but you know when I hear I hear you say stuff like, "Oh man, like you know, however much I get, however many more years I can still do this and yeah. perform." Like, dude, I I I completely resonate with that. Like, sure. you know, at the end of the day, man, like, sure, I'm I'm turning 42 this year, you know, and so I'm like, I still love dance yeah. and I still want to perform and I still want to like, but like. It may not look the same as it did at a certain, totally. like, whatever you consider your heyday, whatever, yeah. like, your prime was, whatever that is. Mm -hmm. You know, it's also a subjective term. But, like, you know, however you feel like dance is for you. Because I, you know, I, I was at a freaking Miles Brown's birthday party. Yeah. Like oh, yeah. But he ago. was on the pod, right? Yeah, he yeah. was on the pod, too. Shout out Miles. Yo, he's... Killing it. He's well, first of all, for some reason, I always remember him as Baby Boogaloo. Yeah, yeah, dude. And then I saw him on the pod and I was like, that's not me. Dude's a grown man. He's 18 yeah, years grown old. Anyway, shout dude. out, shout out to Miles. <laughs> but I'm just saying, he's that, a grown that's crazy. dude. And, you know, being at his birthday and I'm like seeing Sugar Pop. I'm seeing mm -hmm. oh, yeah. Pop and Pete. I saw the, the you know what I mean? Stories. Like, I'm seeing Super Dave, like Flowmaster, um, you know, Bradley Rapier, you know, mm -hmm. like all yeah, these yeah, dudes yeah. that I'm like, yo. These guys have been putting it down for yeah. generations sure. before us. Yeah, you know we was looking up to them yeah. always. Yeah, and and I'm seeing them still getting down. Yeah, they're not doing whatever's quote unquote trending. Right, they're doing them. Yeah, and like which is amazing. What it reminded me of was like, look, you don't have to do anything to be relevant, quote unquote, 
all you got to do is just continue being you yeah. to be relevant. Right. You don't need to be relevant unless, with the trends. Unless you want to. You can. There's, There's nothing who, wrong with that. Yeah, that's okay. Yeah, but like, exactly. you know, the, the level of like respect, not even respect of like, oh, you're, you, you're my OG. So you like, you like demand my respect. But there was a respect where I was like, man, I still just love seeing you do that. Mm-hmm. Like people love what you do for what you do. Sure, yeah. And they will always love you for what you do. And it, sure, it may not, like, let's say it doesn't translate to the younger demographic. Like, and no, there's nothing wrong with that. Right. But then it, it, it was a reminder to me. It was like, well, why do I love dance? Is it because I want to like continually be relevant to the young whatever? I'm like, no, I just love it because I love what, what how it makes me feel. Mm-hmm. And I remember the collective experience that I got to share that with, with my peers mm-hmm. or whoever was like sort of, you know, um, into what I was doing at the time. And it was a reminder to me to be like, look, you you will always have a tribe that follows you as long as you continue to be you from mm-hmm. the very beginning. And that was an encouragement to me where I was like, all right, man, I still I still can be in this space. Yeah, you know man. what I mean? And yeah, like you can. and I'm gonna still grow. But then like, but what's great, I feel like I, you know, I found the hack where I'm like, I still get to be around, you know, guys that are like like yourself to you know, like our the newer cats in our squad, like Jason Lynn and Nick mm-hmm. Joseph. Like I get to like, man, y'all are doing what's like popping right now. Will I be able to, you know, whatever, like do it right. as well as you? Probably not, but I get to still gain something from that. I get to still mm-hmm. learn and be inspired by that. And I get to still add that to whatever arsenal that I, I currently have. And let's, let's see how that kind of, you know, mixes up in my, my realm. And so it's just... It just reminds me, man, like dance is supposed to be fun and dance is always supposed to just feed you. Yeah. And, um, you know, it's funny, like we had uh, Philip Shabib earlier mm-hmm. today and, you know, he was talking about like authenticity to yourself. Like people can sniff that out. Like, are you being real or mm-hmm. are you are you trying to do something? Are you right. trying to oh, put yeah. up the front? Mm-hmm. <clears throat> and I think that that's the the beauty of it. Like, you know, he's even talking about like, you can do like you know he's talking about a specific place that he went to where it's like yo you can put out the most impressive mo- move mm-hmm. but like the people in that space are like if you're just trying to do moves and but you're not expressing your soul like that's like whatever yeah right. but you go in there you you like let your spirit shine mm-hmm. um and how how do we let our spirit shine it's it's just being the most honest version of yourself mm-hmm. and people can feel that you know yeah and like and like you know from the time that I've been able to spend with you like i didn't know you prior to kinja's really i mean i, I you know i knew you like in passing you know mm-hmm. like most yeah, wanted yeah. and things like that. i ran to oh, the philippines right. <laughs> in the <laughs> airport but like but i i really felt like i got to know you in particular like you're probably one of the the relationships that i built in kinja's that i'm like man if it wasn't for kinja's i probably would have never gotten into like a close space with bam but I've seen your evolution. You mean like what? You're like, I fuck that guy. No, 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 no. You just, you know, there's some people who's like, yeah, I probably would never really no, no, kick no, you no, with that you. dude if it yeah, wasn't, yeah. you know what I mean? Like, but like, I was like, oh shoot, like, you know, hey, you're man. in my crew now. And then, but then like, but we also like, I just feel like we just vibe off top. Like, 
like it's because you're both swan stars. Oh dang, yeah, no, he's an OG swan star. Hey, dude. hey, you know, like I'm gonna hey, give it up hey, to you, my guy. No, really though, these guys are the swanslers. We dubbed them swag counselors because honestly, it became. Oh, yeah, do we even d- define what swanslers? I said it was swag counselor, okay, okay, but okay. I don't think anybody understands where it came from. I think it came from me because yeah. I needed help, <laughs> and I was like, guys, you guys have swag. Please teach me. I need to make sure I look good for costumes. <laughs> I need to make sure I'm like I don't look fucking foolish and stuff like that. One of them was for I, I remember it was it was like one of the earlier like we were trying to do some kind of groove, and that's when you were like I'm John. I need you to teach me how to have swag or something like that. You're the sponsor and. You 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 coined it, dude. So shout out Anton. Hey, you know, dude, that's my swag. Just there you go. Shit, you know? like when you when I don't have the it, memorable you know? shit. Nah, you got it, dude. But no, really though, that was that was a great cheers moment because I fucking love, I love that that you guys have found. You know, what yeah. I, mean? like, I, I think it was on a some. I was on the Steezy podcast, and it was a it, the question caught me off guard. Like who. Who are a couple of people that you got close to specifically through Kinjas? I was like, oh, really? That's a good question. And I was like, bam, bam. Oh, I haven't, like, I haven't heard that yeah, clip. It's out there. Yeah. But like, hey, but, it, dude. It, <laughs> <I'm just joking. laughs> nah, but like, you know, real talk, you know, we've, we've been able to share some pretty, um, real life moments you yep. know what i'm saying yep. and yep. we've been in the trenches man we, mm-hmm. we've done a couple tv show things mm-hmm. and 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 gone through some real life mm-hmm. stuff and um dude you are somebody that like i forget like because you're my brother's age i have a younger brother but i'm like yeah. dude actually you're younger than my brother holy crap that's weird oh, really? i'm your brother's age. no you're my brother's i'm age. maybe one year mm, no steve's Wait. 86 you know it's not about oh, me. 86. <laughs> 86 right yeah i am okay. 86 but yeah. this pod's about me but, but see it's <laughs> But like that's what I'm saying. I forget like it, age stuff doesn't really matter because I'm like, man, I'm getting inspired by like literally my squad, my brothers that I get to share life with, and and uh, you are somebody that um, I think that the 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 word that comes to mind is consistent. You you're a very consistent dude. And yeah, like, I try to be. Man. Um, I would suck if I was inconsistent. It, it would suck <laughs> if you were inconsistent. No, Good thing that you're you, not. <laughs> yeah, man. What's up, folks? This is Ben here dropping in to say we hope you're enjoying our chat with Bam Martin. If you want to hear the second part of the conversation, head over to the feed right now and part two is right there waiting for you.